What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 145. As always make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of the episodes if you choose to listen to them at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1.5x or 2x I personally prefer 2x but you do you uh, so I just want to mention that because otherwise things can get a little bit boring you know it 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 becomes very drab and that that's trust me that's the last thing you want in a podcast where ideally you should be paying attention if you want to really understand what i'm talking about uh so that's why i say that and uh yeah let's get started all right so starting off with the market wide data that we generally do or rather the exchange wide uh snapshot as nse calls it we're seeing once again fi is being net sellers minus 300 3515 crore and the di is being net buyers at 2835 crore so again very similar i don't i really don't know what the reason for this is uh, you know the fi's have been consistently on the selling side since two weeks now i'm sure and the di is on the buying side consistently so i'm not sure again how, how what the reason for that is but that's something we've been seeing pretty consistently uh since as i said two weeks as far as the ad ratio is concerned we're looking at it 0.72 which is all right it's it's like six times better than what it was yesterday but that still is far from what it should be uh again ideally uh but we can give it a pass because generally the ad ratio as, as far as i've seen is not really that indicative of uh, you know of of your normal what actually happens during the day so uh, you know we could possibly just skip over that as far as uh, you know some of the indices like the broad market indices are concerned all of them are in the red except for small cap 50 so clearly you know the the good small caps uh, did okay i would not call it well because it's just 0.02% up but it's still okay it's possible i guess as far as nifty is concerned uh, we'll get into it uh, in a bit of course but it's 0.02% down so again not a lot as far as bank nifty is concerned and the other sectoral indices are concerned fared better than the broad market indices but uh we're looking at auto it metal pharma psu bank and realty again being down today as well uh in fact the worst performer of the day was psu bank followed by metals and bank nifty was reasonably flat i'd say it's it's there's really not a lot that you can use to describe it since the uh, equities were not negative today i really can't call it positive because it wasn't since they were not negative today we're seeing the fixed income indices being uh in the red uh, in fact they are quite in the red it seems so again not really a good sign uh, i would say if you are a fixed income guy uh, but th- again this is very very standard to what we've been seeing uh, in the past if you're looking at it purely from an equity point of view then sure it's a good sign that the fixed income uh, you know thing is going down because again that inverse relationship comes into play 
as far as the 52 week highs and lows are concerned seven highs 444 lows again exchange wide securities not just the stocks that we're talking about but also etfs and you know such so for the highs we're looking at gk wires ruchi soya pidlite industries and suvin pharmaceuticals again on this list so a few repeaters here on the losing side on the low side of course we have literally most of them being repeaters adani ports ajmera apollo tires ashoka access bank and just a whole host of uh, really poor performing uh, stocks these days again that's this this has been going on since that uh, massive crashes started happening so uh, it's it's i don't know what what is happening but this is what we're seeing and as far as the larger deals are concerned we're seeing uh ajmera realty shares being bought and sold looks like within the bunsel family itself I'm not sure what's uh, what this is uh, you know indicative of but this is what we're seeing um we're also seeing eyeball making a reappearance on this list uh, and it looks like most of these are just uh, you know instead of individuals they're more of uh, you know institutional people brokers and uh, you know companies instead of just a normal your average joe uh, as average as a bulk guy can be <laughs> but uh, that's what we're seeing sms pharma uh, block deal pretty much the same what we had spoken about earlier and uh, page industries is a new uh, is a new short selling thing that's being mentioned here ramco cement titan also on the short selling one not a lot just 2250 shares but it's still on this list and uh, yeah that's what we're seeing uh, you know exchange wide in terms of some of my observations uh really was a negative day for me so uh, that's for that's there for additional context for you and what really made it negative uh, was one thing and one thing only in my opinion and uh, well two things if you think about it or rather if i think about it the first thing is uh, i was quite um, you know i was quite jerky uh, in my wounds I'll, I'll come to that in the trades or lessons segment uh, depending on what what seems fit at the time and the other thing which is the observation for the day is that the movements that i saw of the option prices were just terrible because uh, you know the kind of choppiness that i've seen the kind of mispricing and weird movements that i've seen in the options market today is something that i really have not seen any other time uh, you know even when i'm trading like uh, options on relatively slower days on friday i've seen better moves so uh, that's one thing that i would personally consider as far as what i saw today and yeah let's let's uh, dive into the indices now nifty is closing at 10458.4 it's up just 6.95 points uh it's it's weird you know my my uh charting platform thing is showing me plus 6.95 nse is showing me minus 6.95 uh, i don't know what's happening um it, it, it looks like it's plus i don't know why nse is showing me that but all right i'll i'll just give it a pass here uh, either way very flat move uh, plus six minus six is really not that much of a, a difference because it's so flat uh, the candle is positive so i'm, I'm just going with uh, plus 6.95 here so 0.02 percent up uh, high for the day 545 low for the low for the day 334 so you know 
really played in the lower uh, range of yesterday if we think about it and when i say yesterday i mean monday and in terms of uh, you know the components of nifty are concerned you know the underlying stocks we're looking at 20 advances 30 declines so you know reasonable we have seen better moves in the past but uh, this is this is what it is and uh, of course yes bank 36.71% up it's just wild how good this is performing 29 rupees now had you bought at the dip 5.65 rupees i think was the low uh, then you would have made 23 rupees on your investment pure profit that's that's a wild uh, that that's that, it's just unimaginable how much yes bank is appreciated and uh, if you had not bought into that paranoia paranoia of yes bank touching single digits uh, then you would have made a killing and uh, that's what we're seeing right now Z limited also on the gainers list reliance on the gainers list um, you know interestingly Britannia also ICICI bank so we can see a lot of good stocks are back in the gainers list uh, but at the same time you know we're also seeing the banking sector for like in general being slightly lagging which we'll come to in the next bit uh, when we talk about bank nifty but as far as the nifty is loser concerned we're, we're looking at tata steel dropping below 300 uh just to give you some context a few weeks ago it was around 500 was <clears throat> sorry for that i don't know my throat just gave out it was around 500 like 480 or something then it dropped to 350 levels uh, not immediately but eventually now it's at 297 really not good Tata Motors 98 rupees. It's it's at a very steep discount right now. Uh, again, this these prices are not indicative of the company's inherent uh, qualities, and uh, this is clearly not a correction. This is just panic attacks, uh, from what I understand. Because I mean, you know that there are two ways to think about it. Tata Motors right now it's tough for it to act actually appreciate, uh, because. This, this entire coronavirus thing will definitely have a massive impact on uh, the sales it will have an impact on you know the uk plant as well of jlr and it will have an impact on uh, you know the domestic sales of tata the china sales of uh, jlr and such so if you think about it that way then sure this has a fundamental impact but if you think about it on a more longer term that once this paranoia dies down once things are back to normal once uh, you know the the impact on the economies that has been caused sort of stabilizes then you're looking at a company which is worth far more than just 100 rupees so that's my take on this uh, again it's it's a bit more complex than that sure but if you think about it this really is all that you need to know about not just tata motors but a lot of these other stocks as well because um we're seeing a lot of panic selling by every single person thinking that the prices are just nose diving better to get what i'm getting and leave but that's probably not the best idea uh, or you can just buy again at a lower level if it if it goes lower than this so that's my take on nifty now coming to the intraday moves they were very uh, very similar to bank nifty let's just first clarify that that nifty bank nifty moved very similarly uh, today as far as the intraday moves go uh, initially we did see a very strong up move but then from yesterday's consolidation it took uh, it took resistance and then fell quite sharply and uh, you know then it took support again tested that high made a new high and then 
sort of retraced for a bit, made another attempt to break a high, but then it just went down. So overall, uh, signs of weakness were very, very evident because despite the buyers increasing, despite every single indicator pointing towards a strong move, uh, I say every single very loosely, just, just letting you know, but despite so many indicators um, saying that, you know, it's a good sign, uh, all, all signs check basically, it still did not uh, really attempt higher levels, which is kind of sad. Uh, but I'm assuming that a lot of that is to do with the fact that Italy's uh, and UK's health ministers have also got, gotten infected. And there have been new cases in Mumbai as well. New York, there have been a few cases. So things are really, you know, the tensions are starting to mount uh, on and sort of pile on uh, peers like. And uh, that's possibly why it's just unwilling to try out other higher levels because the, the panic as such has the panic might have died down but the impact of covid is still uh, still as as vicious as it was uh, in start in fact it's even more because that's how these exponential growth rates work so that's what we're seeing with nifty on the intraday chart on the daily chart as i said it played around in yesterday's lower range itself so uh, you know it made a new low and then it just bounced up. Basically, the open for the day and the low for the day were very, very close, if not exactly the same. Uh, yeah, they were exactly the same. Um, yeah, roughly exactly the same, just 0.3 rupees here and there. So it made that, then it went up, but it was unable to really, you know, sustain that positive move. Like it was, despite FTSE being in the green at the time, despite a lot of global indices showing signs of recovery, Nifty was not willing to close that much in the green, which is kind of sad in my opinion. But uh, again, it's um, me being sad about it really does not uh, change what what it is. So I'll skip that. And uh, yeah, we're, that's what we're seeing right now. So I, I would personally not go as far as saying that we are seeing a base being formed here. Uh, because again, it, it, it opened a pretty big gap down. And all things considered, it really does not look like a base just quite yet. Tomorrow day after will be sort of proofs to whether this really is a base or not. But uh, it, it, it is better. Like it could have well just gone down, but it did not, which is uh, kind of positive if you think about it. As far as Bank Nifty is concerned, I know I stretched Nifty a little bit longer, uh, but I'm just, again, I'm just sharing my views on it. This is not really something that I've noted down. So uh, that's that's how it is. And Nifty Bank right now, 26,487 closing, 25 points up, looks like. And uh, yeah, wait, let me just, where where is the data of Nifty, Bank Nifty? Yeah, so 0.08% uh, down from the previous close, looks like. I really don't know what, what's up with the data here. Six advances, six declines. And, uh, you know, banking, I think, is where the weakness lied. Uh during the day intraday also we saw SBI lagging quite a bit we saw uh, HDFC bank lagging a bit and those are really not too positive signs especially when you're hoping for a recovery RBL bank did really really well up 10% which is very good uh, yes bank of course up 36 as we just spoke about in terms of where the chart is on the daily and on the intraday time frames it's very similar to nifty in fact it is almost exactly uh, similar to nifty on the intraday and on the daily today I, I actually traded more of bank nifty 
So I was closely monitoring both, unlike what, what normally is the case, where I just, uh, you know, give you a preliminary uh, bank nifty analysis. But here, bank nifty was, uh, was not as bullish as nifty, but if you look at the chart patterns, it's very, very close. So that's my take on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the kind of moves that we saw today with the analysis, they were, they were such that the price, the prices were just not moving. If, if you want me to put it that way, uh, in the second half of the day, I was, I was, I had to step out for a bit. Then when I was back, I was obviously since I'd made a loss, I was trying my best to recover that loss to repair those trades. But except for very few, very iffy uh, and indecisive loose movements and loose up moves or down moves, things were really in the middle. Like even if uh, bank nifty or nifty moved, the options would not move or the options would have already moved much, much in advance. As a result, you would have not been able to make money. In fact, your transaction costs would have just piled on, which is, which is something I'm sure that has happened today. Uh, but you know, that's something that I'll have to look at, um, tomorrow, obviously, uh, I can't change it now, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I saw with the indices again, very, very slow and very lethargic movements today in my opinion. And, uh, that's possibly the biggest reason why, um, we're seeing such a weird day. Like it could have, it could have done so much. And, uh, unlike last week where you could have made money as a, you know, as a bear and as a bull today, you could have really only made money if you were right on the times or if you had extreme amounts of patience or if you had just zero patience and you took profits right away. So that's my take on the indices and how uh, today was overall for a trader, not just an analyst. But yeah, let's move to my trades. Today was a day where I've possibly taken the most trades, uh, you know, as far as the number is concerned, like the absolute number, purely because, you know, I was exiting and then I was re-entering if it uh, did not have resistance, if it cleared that resistance, I was exiting, uh, you know, when it hit resistance, taking back at supports and, and such. So overall, very, very massive amounts of trades. Uh, but all things considered, the day was really not that good. And had I taken less trades, had I been more careful, patient and cautious, I would have made much, much more or, or actually I would, I would have been able to recover much more. So uh, that's my number one thing. And if you're wondering why I did that, it was a conscious decision partially. And the other part was just the emotions catching up where, you know, when you see a pretty big loss, like uh, if you see at... At 9.40, if you look at that candle, things it, it was just down, like literally nose down. And uh, when you see that on your PNL, especially from a gaining position, uh, it, it really is not that pleasurable, which is possibly why the emotions kicked in and uh, why I saw, you know, such a rough day overall. So, uh, you know, as far as the individual trades are concerned, mostly consisted of bank nifty calls, one put, and uh, one nifty call and uh, that was it i mean net it's in the red and not just like mildly in the red it's it's there it's it's there in the red and uh, i was able to recover it partially but again not that much possibly the transaction costs for the day were recovered and then some uh, which is good 
and yeah that's what i saw again main reason for that is the fact that the options were just not moving and i was very aggressive at times so you know those two combined are really not good uh good a good pair and i think that the way that i traded last week was far better in a way uh than what i did today even though today is something which i speak a lot in my episodes that you know it's important to just you know when when you are seeing resistances you can always get into uh, a put or a short position or something that is similar to what i did today but again the possibly the emotions aspect and the timings as well is what really caught up to me and uh, you know for additional uh, you know context why i said timing i'll just say that around the first or the second candle of uh, yeah i think it was the first candle of uh, nifty things were going well uh, i was long and then i saw that it is at resistance exactly so i i got into a put and uh, you know when i got into a put it went up the prices went up the candle closed and right before the candle closed i was like you know it's just it's going up and up i cannot handle this because it had also closed above its 50 moving average and i exited the put had i held on to that put every single trade uh, during the day would have been redundant because i would have made just a crazy amount of return but i exited the put and within uh, literally within a few ticks the prices of the put just went up and the prices of the underlying just fell downwards so that's what i meant about the timings but uh, you know certain things happen and uh, literally all that i can do especially since my recovery attempts failed as well is uh, keep these lessons in mind and trade more cautiously tomorrow so uh, my lesson for the day is obviously related to being less greedy and uh, keeping keeping emotions in check keeping greed in check all that is standard but if you want me to talk about more of a practical uh, lesson then it would be if you are getting a certain amount of money then don't think what if the prices go up just take it and be happy otherwise you will be in in such a position mentally and emotionally that you will constantly be thinking of hey come on what, what is happening oh one tick down oh my god is the position reversing oh one tick up oh my god should i add to the position and that is not the kind of state of mind that you want to be in uh, be in especially when trades are not going in your favor and i feel that is one of the biggest areas where i lost out uh, today so yeah that would be my lesson again not really an elaborate lesson for the day but uh, if if you think about it there are a lot of um, you know little intricacies in this episode where i've really tried to capture how just weird the day was right from the way the option prices were just not cooperating where they would just shoot up and uh, then when the prices are actually going up you know they would shoot up when the prices are not going up and when the prices go up they would remain stagnant and uh, when the prices are going down stagnant for a bit and then they just fall sometimes just not moving at all all these things little weird mispricing intricacies slash uh, odd things that i saw with the option prices is what i've tried to mention again it's not really uh, i know that i haven't really been able to talk about it that well because really the kind of things that i saw today were not things that i have seen earlier which is why it's a bit difficult to really put into words if you 
if you would have seen the prices you would have definitely understood what i'm talking about but otherwise things were a bit weird to uh, you know explain to someone who hadn't seen what was happening so uh, again if you are really interested in these things i would definitely recommend uh, pulling up a chart of uh, an underlying and then just observing the prices of uh, the call or report or whatever you think uh, is the appropriate instrument and that would that would just teach you a lot especially if tomorrow's market is going to be similar to today's and uh, yeah that's that's it for this episode i'll just do a quick check on the global market so that you have that additional context uh, going into tomorrow and uh, FTSE is in the red just mildly so nasdaq is up five percent in the green but again this is yesterday's closing uh, cac is up dax is up the asian markets are all down so uh, with that happy trading tomorrow and see you in the next one mm-hmm.